Welcome to this week's Heathcliff. My name is Dave. This is the podcast where I describe and analyze the daily cartoon panel Heathcliff, syndicated in newspapers around the country and available at Go Comics' website. Um, I do this for reasons I'm not clear on myself, and uh, I haven't done it for a couple weeks um, because of the holidays. Uh, every year the holidays kind of eat my existence. I am not religious at all. Um, agnostic at best, but certainly not with any, um, not affiliated with any religious tradition. Um, so it's weird to me that uh, a holiday so rooted in uh, religious tradition or a time of year so rooted in religious tradition is uh, something that takes up so much of my life. Uh, but, you know, it does. Uh, my wife and I visited her family, and then we visited my family. Um, and uh, my family, as I think I've mentioned on this podcast, um, is primarily my parents at this point, And they are both um, now suffering dementia, which makes visiting difficult uh, for any number of reasons that aren't that are no one's fault but um, that was that was tough uh, we also uh, did our best to um, clean out some of the um, uh, stuff the massive amounts of 30 years worth of stuff that had accumulated in their apartment um, before they uh, went into uh, long-term care. And, uh, boy, you learn a lot. That's, you know, I'm not, I'm here to analyze uh, Heathcliff, not talk about my life, but um, if you take something away from this that isn't Heathcliff, boy, do you really learn a lot when you do that. Anyway... Uh, it's 2019 now, so hopefully that'll be better than 2018. Um, we got a lot to catch up on. Um, the last time I recorded, we got up to the week of December 17th. So I think rather than um, try to like drop a bunch of episodes in a row and catch up, I'm just going to go today until I get to like an hour Hopefully it'll all come in under that and see how many I can get done in that time. Um, and uh, that'll be what we do. So we're going to start uh, with the Heathcliff panel for Monday, December 17th, 2018. And necessarily some of these will be a little faster than uh, other analyses I've done. But also if you've been listening for a while, thank you. Uh, you will recognize a lot of these setups anyway because they Heathcliff uses like six or seven standard setups most of the time. Um, a lot of comics do that. So, um, for example, this one, we're outside of the meat store. We've seen the meat store many times in Heathcliff. Uh, it's in the city. It's on a corner usually, sometimes not. Um, it's, uh, in this case, it's got a red awning, uh, a pink, um, uh, walls and a red and white sign that reads meat. So we know we're in a meat store. Um, Heathcliff is walking into it from the sidewalk going inside. It's got a glass front, um, big windows and uh, there are two guys inside of it wearing their paper caps. Um, there's also, like, ham and stuff just in the window, which is kind of a gross way of keeping ham. It doesn't look like it's being refrigerated or anything. It's just there's ham in the window. Anyway, there's also a sign on the window of the meat store, and it should be noted 
that Heathcliff is wearing a scarf. Heathcliff's back is to us as he enters the meat store, but we can see that his arms are spread wide and he is smiling. He's smiling so broadly that it's actually extended to the back of his head, which is how we can see that his smile is so broad. That's a heck of a smile Heathcliff is wearing. He's extraordinarily happy to be entering the meat store. And the sign on the meat store reads, Order your meat wreath early. And uh, the there's, there's one employee whose mouth is open, so he's speaking to the other employee. He's providing the caption of the panel, and he's saying, Right on time. And as usual... More questions than answers are provided. Among them, how much meat wreath business is done that's not Heathcliff? Um, Because, I mean... Maybe it's maybe all this is just to you know lure Heathcliff to this meat store, but it doesn't seem like they've had a problem getting him there before. This is a meat store Heathcliff visits quite often. We see it quite often in in the comic. We also see that Heathcliff has a general policy of stealing from the meat store. Um, he robs everywhere. He's a cat. He doesn't have money anyway. Um, so Heathcliff is uh, walking into this meat store. His arms are wide. He's smiling. Maybe he's going to buy this wreath of meat. But it kind of feels like, at best, he's going to not assault these people. And that's the best they can hope for. So why would they try to attract him to their meat store? We can assume, therefore, that the meat wreath is actually a product that this meat store offers for people generally in Heathcliff. Which is, I mean, I I don't think you'll find a a more trenchant indictment of capitalism generally. Let's move on. To the comic for Tuesday, December 18th, 2018. All right. We are in the backyard. Again, that's pretty standard setup. Uh, the house is in the background that Heathcliff lives in. There's further houses off in the distance, um, light shifting to purple. Um, in the house Heathcliff lives in, uh, there, there's a big window, and we're sort of straight on at the house, again, in the backyard. But there's this big window, and um, uh, we can see Heathcliff's entire family through it, the elderly man that he lives with, the elderly woman that he lives with, the child that lives with both of them for presumably tragic reasons. In the yard itself, it's snowing, um, and snow's on the ground, snow's on the um, uh, hedges, um, and uh, then in, in, in the yard, in, uh, amongst the snow, is just this big old ox, big brown ox. Um, it's a pretty good rendering of the ox, except for its legs. Like, I can't, like, its legs literally look like they were just drawn by a three-year-old. I, I, I tend to give Peter Gallagher, like, props for his artwork. And, and generally, yeah, they're, it's pretty good. But I don't know what he was doing with these legs. Like, those do not look like oxen legs. They look like weird tubes that just kind of come out of the ox. Um, this is a good time to remind you that you can read along, if you like, by going to Go Comics' website at gocomics.com slash Heathcliff. Um, Again, this is for Tuesday, December 18th. Um, So Heathcliff's on this ox. That's the other thing that's going on. He's seated atop atop it, 
riding the ox. Um, he looks completely at peace with the decisions that have led him to this place. Why wouldn't he be? Uh, he's wearing a green scarf, and he's also wearing a hat. Like uh, it's one of those like Russian winter hats uh, with the flaps. The flaps are up because Heathcliff. We have to see his pointy ears. Um, so he's wearing uh, he's wearing that hat. He's on this ox, walking through the backyard. Inside the house, uh, the elderly woman's mouth is open, so she's providing the caption of the panel, and she's saying, Is that a new hat? And indeed it is. Um, it's also, uh, it's one of those uh, classic Heathcliff jokes um, that they that they, I mean, so much of, Heathcliff is like people not commenting on the insane, but also not like directly calling out that they're doing that. Every so often though, Gallagher throws in one where he's like, yeah, I know what's going on. We're not, we're not talking about the really weird thing that's going on. So Heathcliff's riding an ox, but everybody's focused on the hat. You know, in this one, I mean, the, the natural questions would be, where did he get the ox? Where'd he get a hat? For sure. Um, where'd he get a scarf? Why isn't everybody freaked out by the ox? What's the ox going to do next? Can Heathcliff actually ride or control an ox, or is he just along for the ride here? They go unanswered. They usually do. Let's move on to Wednesday, December 19th, 2018. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm seeing these all, by the way, for the first time. Um, again, almost exact same setup. We're in the backyard, um, and snow is falling. Snow's on the hedge. Snow's on the ground. Uh, purple house in the far distance, and then pink house that Heathcliff lives in, and um, the little kid. I think Iggy. I'm going to go with Iggy. may not be Iggy, but I'm going to go with it. Little kid is standing there, and uh, next to him is the little girl who's sometimes pictured with him, perhaps a uh, school chum. Uh, she is always dressed just like a miniature version of all the women in this world, so her hair is impeccably coiffed. She's always got that frill around her th her neck, and like a, a, a skirt suit on. It's kind of sad that she doesn't get to be a child, at least not in her dress, but oh well. In the yard itself is Heathcliff. He's wearing a scarf, mittens, and a hat, and he's standing next to a snow creature he's building. But... um you know, where most people would be building a snowman, Heathcliff is building a uh, a robot out of snow. And it is blocky and articulated and appears to be just made out of, out of snow. So we can assume it's not a working robot, though we don't know exactly how Heathcliff imbues his metal robots with power. It's possible that they are, in fact, ma magically driven um, since certainly they appear to be capable of things that most robots in our world are not, and um, in which case maybe he can breathe life into the snow robot. We just don't know. But he's still in the process of making it at any rate. Um, why Heathcliff, a cat, is obsessed with robots is an interesting question. Generally, cats seem very disturbed by most technologies. You know, you've ever run a um, a vacuum cleaner near a cat? They hate it. Um, ever, like, had something large and looming, as a robot certainly is, near a cat? Cats flee that quickly. Uh, they don't like noise. Robots make clomping noises all the time. Uh, so, I mean, Heathcliff is certainly an unusual cat generally, um, and it is very possible that that, that is robot obsession and robot building just stems from that. Regardless, he's building a robot out of snow. And in the background, 
through the window. Iggy, the boy, his mouth is open, and he's providing the caption, and the caption is, Snow Robot. We can see that, Iggy. We can tell that. This is a classic Heathcliff panel where, in the sense that, like, the caption doesn't really address the why, nor does it illustrate anything that we do not see. Let's move on. Thursday, December 20th, 2019. Still in the backyard. This time it's not snowing. In fact, it looks like a must be pretty relatively warm. It is nighttime, and we're in the band setup. This is uh, usually seen from the yard next door. Uh, so we can see uh, Heathcliff's house is in the background, and um, the yard next door is filled with the people watching the band, or the creatures watching the band, um, on the stage slash uh, fence. There's a drummer, a guitarist, who's, that's Heathcliff, and the bassist. The other two instrument players are both cats, obviously. Duh. Then we see the audience for this particular act. Um, in this case, they happen to be chickens. Um, I think Peter Gallagher at this point needs to have a talk with his colorist because this does, I mean, this really does look kind of lazily rendered. Um, basically, the usual method that Gallagher has for drawing a mass or group is to draw a few different details or a repeating detail. In this case, it's the chicken's heads. So we've got a beak, we've got um, uh, the comb at the top of the head, and uh, we've got the head shape. And the beak's white, or beak's yellow, and the comb's red, and the rest of the chicken is white. So the way this is rendered is there's a bunch of heads and then there's just this mass of white, but the white mass doesn't really line up to the chicken heads. And you've got a couple that are almost off of it. And then a bunch that are just sort of swimming in it. Um, it really does look slapdash. I hate to say it because again, like this isn't about this, this podcast is not about making fun of Gallagher's artwork and it's not about, it's, it's honestly not about making fun of Heathcliff at all. It's about, Christ, I don't know what it's about, but it's not about that. I wouldn't make a podcast for that purpose. That's just dull. Um, this podcast may be dull, but it's dull for other reasons. Um, regardless, though, this is not particularly great looking. Gotta say it. Sorry. <sighs> um, on... The fence, as I said, it's Heathcliff and his band. And they're, they're the normal band setup, except that they're all wearing egg costumes. So there's a giant white oval on them, um, and their heads are sticking through them. And um, on the drum set is the word Dumpty. And, you know, I mean, this would be sort of akin to the Humpty Dumpty setup where Humpty Dumpty sits on a wall and Humpty Dumpty has a great fall and Humpty Dumpty is shown as an egg who cannot be put back together again. So uh, I guess they're nodding to that in their band. It, it, it does bring up the question, what would they, would they, would they change the name of the band and the costumes they wear if they weren't playing, if they were playing like a different venue? Are they limited only to fences and walls? Behind them in the house, uh, we see the child and the two adults who live with Heathcliff looking out from the window, and the child's mouth is open. And uh, he's providing caption to the panel, and he's saying, they're a hit with chickens. Why are they a hit with chickens? Just because they're giant eggs? 
in the world of Humpty Dumpty, the giant eggs fall and they break and chickens would probably be disturbed by that. They're cats. Cats are feral creatures that hunt birds. I really, I don't understand why they would be a hit with chickens. I'm sorry. Let's move along. So now this is the Heathcliff comic for the, uh, for Friday, December 21st, 2018. Phew. <laughs> this legitimately makes me laugh. All right. Great. So, we're in some kind of artist studio, and um, it's, it's a really lovingly rendered artist's studio. You can imagine that Peter Gallagher has spent a considerable amount of time in these. He's a visual artist. So, there's um, a drop cloth on the ground under an easel. Uh, with a large canvas on it. Heathcliff stands before it with a color palette in, in one hand and a paintbrush in another. Um, the floor is wood, as you know, a lot of artist studios have wood floors. The walls are white. Um, there's, a, there's a big window in the background. There's one of those um, pedestals, you know, like, column pedestals off to one corner that are always in artist studios. I assume those are there for, to uh, put stuff for still lifes on or whatever. Um, next to it is a robot. Uh, he's just sort of standing there looking like a robot. Posing, I suppose you could say, but just a robot, gray robot dials on his chest, red eyes, antenna. On the canvas, Heathcliff has painted that robot. So that image is pretty much side by side. His, uh, his painting is dead center in the center of the panel. And then the studio has a doorway. And, looking, and standing in the doorway, looking in, are the elderly woman who lives with Heathcliff. She's wearing her purple skirt suit thing. And the woman who is her friend with the brown hair, who's wearing pretty much the same outfit, except red. And they're looking at the scene and the uh, elderly woman who lives with Heathcliff, her mouth is open. She provides the caption and she says, another one of his robot nudes. And, um, you know, Italian chef kissing his fingertips. Dot JPEG. I I I love, I love that. I love it because it brings together something that we've seen before, but casts it in a new light. We've seen this robot character over and over and over throughout Heathcliff. Heathcliff has robots everywhere, and it's always that they're robots, and we never really consider anything but that they're robots. But they're never shown wearing pants. <laughs> so, yeah. Disturbing thing has been learned. These robots have been naked the whole time. And now you know that. And I like that. I like that a lot. I'm not going to say much more on it because I like it so much. Let's move on. So this is Saturday, December 22nd, 2018. Uh, we're inside the house that Heathcliff lives in, we assume it could be another house that he's broken into. His back is to us. He's in the lower left corner of the panel. His hands are clasped behind his back. There's a window above him. Uh, looks like it's dusk outside. Wall is white. There's a brown baseboard, yellow carpet, and there's a, the birdcage with the large armature that we've seen before. That's uh, taking up the right side of the panel. The bird itself is in the upper right of the panel. Bird sitting in the cage. 
Uh, he's got on a um, pair of glasses and a fake mustache. It's a bluebird. His mouth is open. He's providing the caption to the panel, and he's saying, Nope, there's no bird here. Did Heathcliff ask? Because nope certainly implies that Heathcliff asked, is there a bird here? In which case, this costume's working. But you also have to ask yourself, why the costume? I mean, it's not like Heathcliff can get into the cage. He could knock the cage down, and then maybe the bird would be freed from the cage, but birds can fly. So that's why you keep them in cages, after all. Um... I suppose we can take away that this has worked on Heathcliff. And that's interesting. Let's move on. Uh, next is the cartoon for Monday, December 24th, 2018, Christmas Eve. Okay, weird. Um, we're in a little boy's room, um, tight in on his bed, he, and he is asleep, and Heathcliff is asleep on his bed as well, sort of, Heathcliff is dead center on the bed, the boy is, uh, sleeping as a, nor uh, as a normal person does on a pillow towards the top of the bed. Um... The bed has a green um, cover, and Heathcliff and the boy and the pillow are colored normally, and then everything else is red, which is weird. Like, he's got red walls, red floor, red furniture, and then outside, it's snowing, and uh, the world outside and the snow and the, and, and the moon are all red, so that's all super weird. One other, a couple other things are colored relatively normally. Um, there's a uh, a fish in a bowl on a nightstand next to the bed. That fish is colored yellow, and the bowl is blue. So the that's normal. Then I want. I'll say this is normal, even though it's completely abnormal um, thing, but it's colored normally. Extending from both Heathcliff and uh, the boy are um, uh, th the, the bubbles that come up when you're thinking, you know, like in a comic as, as opposed to speaking, you can see your thoughts in comics, which is something I've always appreciated. So they've got the thought bubble extending, and it goes to the same large cloud bubble. Um, so they're thinking the same thing, or more correctly, dreaming it, because they're both asleep. And what they're dreaming, we can see two lines of... Um, what look like purple beans. So there's five in each line, one line stacked on top of each other, and the purple beans are all smiling and doing some kind of dance maneuver. Each one's doing a da different one. Um, some appear to be dabbing. One's brushing dirt off its shoulder. One is break dancing, And there's just general, like, moves being made by different guys. These are all dancing. And again, they look like purple beans, and I had no idea what they were until I read the caption of the panel. The caption is provided by the fish who is speaking. His mouth is open. And the caption is, Visions of sugar plums dance in their heads. So A, the fish can talk. B, the fish can see the dreams of others. Uh, these two can dream the same thing at the same time. 
the dream is a literalism based off of a line from a poem about Christmas that uses floral language not to imply that sugar plums are literally dancing, but rather that people are excited. There's a lot going on here. And why is it all cast in red? So many more questions and answers. Why should Christmas Eve be any different? Onward we go to the cartoon for Christmas itself, Tuesday, December 25th, 2018. Um, everybody's around the Christmas tree. Uh, the elderly man is wearing his pajamas and uh, pajama coat because he's an old man, but he's also wearing a collared shirt under it. We can see the collar peeking out. He's wearing slippers. The young boy is wearing pajamas and slippers. The old woman is wearing her house coat. Um, and they're all... Uh, she's seated on a couch next to the tree. The old man is seated on a chair next to the tree. The young boy is standing right in front of the tree. You can see that snow is falling outside the window. Heathcliff is serv he has his back to us. His arms are up. His mouth is wide open. He's happy. Uh, he's given everybody the same gift. They're all holding it. Uh, it is a helmet that says ham on it. The old man is looking at it quizzically. The young boy is trying his on, but doesn't look particularly happy to be doing so. And the elderly woman is holding hers, looking at it, and... Her mouth is open. She's providing the caption to the panel. And she's saying, it's what's for dinner. And I suppose, you know, in a lot of uh, households that celebrate Christmas, certainly not in a lot of households that don't, but in a lot of households that do celebrate Christmas, ham is served on Christmas. And, uh, in other households, ham is never served. <laughs> but I guess these guys don't have those dietary restrictions. So ham is indeed what's for dinner. Um, why a helmet? Why it's saying ham? Helmets are generally there to protect you from things. You know, you, you might get hit on the noggin, so you need a helmet. And that, that's good, but why would you give that out on Christmas and then why would it say ham? I mean, it goes to the larger question of why helmets at all, because helmets, again, like, they, they're one of those things that appear a lot in Heathcliff, and I never have understood why. Um, it's not that I don't appreciate them or, like, appreciate a little mysteries, but it's like, why is everybody always wearing helmets in Heathcliff? Aside from the fact that Heathcliff obviously is a creature that commits a lot of assaults. Moving on to the day after Christmas, Wednesday, December 26, 2018. So this is the setup in a park or open expanse. Uh, in the background, we can see a couple houses but they're far away um and the sky takes up most of the panel um the ground itself is in the bottom like fifth of the panel from left to right and um standing on it is iggy and his little female friend um they are dressed as they normally are just, which is like, is to say, like, no child has ever dressed. And then in the sky, which again takes up most of the panel, in the uh, top right quad quadrant, is Heathcliff, seated cross-legged, legged, hands 
hands, front paws on his rear knees, um, just sort of a a cross-legged, meditative, relaxed posture. Iggy's mouth is open. He's providing the caption of the panel. He's saying, he's into extreme meditation. So Heathcliff does indeed have some sort of spiritual or magical powers, and we've seen these sorts of things before. Though typically, in order to fly, he needs to blow a bubble. So this is new. Um, But good for him. Moving on. To the comic. For Thursday, December 27th, 2018. The color choice in this panel is extremely weird. And um, again, I, I'm i not sure that Gallagher is getting the best mileage out of his colorist right now. <clears throat> so most of the panel is yellow, the same yellow. That includes two people, a back wall, an entryway, the floor, the fireplace that's in the left side of the panel, the fire in the fireplace, the wreath over the fireplace, all yellow. Canary yellow, I, sure. I'd note that, like, for most people reading this, if they're not reading it online, they're reading it in in newspapers, and um, I would assume those are going out black and white. So it's quite possible that, you know, the colorist is just making decisions for the internet and um, nobody really cares. In which case, this could be a colorist making similar decisions in the world of color that Gallagher makes in the, in the same way that Gallagher is like, well, I don't, may be like, well, I don't really know that anybody's actually paying attention anymore because this comic's been running forever and the only comics that ever run now are legacy comics because the newspaper industry is dying. That's reading a lot into both the colorist and Gallagher's motivations. Regardless, what is in normal color is in the bottom left corner of the panel, there's a... um, uh, a low coffee table with um, a white circle on top of it and um, pink bits around it. And then facing that coffee table in the middle of the panel is a blue couch with Heathcliff, the elderly man, and the young boy seated on it. And they're all in their normal coloring. Um, They're all asleep, their heads are tipped back, their mouths are wide open, and over each of them is a purple Z, so we can tell they are sleeping. Now, in the background is the elderly woman and her uh, friend, and by this point, if you haven't written, like, a serious, like, just strange and um, possibly psychosexual backstory for these two, I have no idea what to tell you to do with your lives but get on that because like they're always together and they're always wearing the same thing um this time like i said they're the same yellow as the entire background the elderly woman's mouth is open she's providing caption to the panel and she says they polished off the meat wreath So I guess Heathcliff did get that meat wreath that we saw back on the 17th. Ten days later, you know, Gallagher's expecting us to have kept this in memory, and had we we not been going through these in this fashion, I don't know that we would, but we did. 
So they polished off the meat wreath, indeed, and now they're tired. Also, the concept of a meat wreath is disgusting. The concept of eating a meat wreath is disgusting. Um, these are disgusting creatures that did a disgusting thing. And so let's move on to the comic for Friday, December 28th, 2018. We're outside of Heathcliff's house. It has snowed. Uh, there's a, a tree in the foreground that is covered in, in snow. The, the lawn is covered in snow. Everything's covered in snow. Um, we're low to the ground. Heathcliff is in the center of the panel, walking down the sidewalk, which goes from panel left, like mid-panel left, all the way down to uh, uh, the bottom corner panel right. The suburban house he lives in um, sort of looms over the panel and standing in front of it in the cold, in the snow, without coats on, are the little boy. They're not wearing hats either. The little boy and the elderly man. I guess they just stepped outside to see what Heathcliff was up to as he walks down the street, which is probably a good idea, though you generally want to be more prepared uh, for emergencies than these guys are, because it seems like Heathcliff, wherever he goes, might be about to create, or at least exacerbate, an emergency situation. And these guys have stepped outside. Uh, the crazy, insane cat's coming. Well, let's not put on our coats or hats or helmets. Let's just go take a look. Anyway, they're standing outside the house. Heathcliff has a big, bushy, white mustache on his face. Um, it's one of those waxed mustaches that curly cues at the end, and impressively so. Um, the boy's mouth is open in the background. He's providing the caption to the panel as Heathcliff walks by. And he says, that's his holiday mustache. Did Heathcliff grow that mustache? Or did he just affix that mustache to himself? That's not answered by statement that's his holiday mustache, nor is holiday mustache a thing, generally. And yet here we are. Onward. To the comic for Saturday, uh, December 29th, 2018. We're on the sidewalk uh, in front of several homes. They are all in the background. It's nighttime. We can tell it's nighttime because the moon in front of the cloud that indicates night is happening. Um, the sidewalk basically goes from left to right on, in the panel. Uh, there's two garbage men standing on it, each holding a garbage can. Uh, they're observing what is dead center in the panel, which is several overturned garbage cans, four, one on top of the other. There's a star at the top of them, and then uh, lights on them, and then a pile of disgusting garbage uh, at the bottom with bones and stuff coming out of it. And uh, Heathcliff is walking away from that um, this pile of disgustingness, um, looking happy and self-satisfied with, uh, with a fish skeleton in his mouth. One of the garbage men, his, his mouth is open, so he's providing a caption to the panel, and he says, he keeps the decorations up well into January. Some of them you don't have to say much about. Cute. Let's move on. So we're skipping December 30th. That's a Sunday panel. 
Monday, December 31st, 2018. The last comic of 2018. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're at a holiday party. In the background, it says Happy New Year. In the banner, there's balloons in the air. Um, it looks like it's at Heathcliff's house. Uh, but possibly somebody else's house. Uh, most of the people at the party are somewhat faceless creatures. Um, they all seem to be having a good time talking. And most most everything that's not the main characters in this is is rendered in purple. Just a wide swath of purple. Um, in the lower left quadrant of the panel um, is the... A uh, female cat that is um, you often seen as Heathcliff's girlfriend. She is wearing a um, red um, party hat, like a you know, it's like a, a one of those classic party hats that looks like a tiny dunce cap almost. In fact, everybody in the background is also wearing one of those. Heathcliff is talking with her. Um, He's wearing a blue party hat. They both have um, martini glasses in their hands. Um, we don't see what they're saying or hear what they're saying. They're, it's never been clear if they can talk or if they just sort of imitate talking. Um, I don't think either of them has been the caption for a panel anyway. In the um, right foreground of the panel is a fishbowl uh, on a brown pedestal. There's two fish in it. They're also wearing party hats. And they're yellow fish with black stripes. One of them, its mouth is open. It's clearly providing the caption to the panel. And you can usually tell when, even when there are this many mouths open in a panel, who's providing the caption. It's the observer the one who stands outside. And he is saying, I wonder who decided this would be the shape of the party hat. That had never occurred to me before. But party hats are weird. They're Weird cone triangles that just sit on your head. They're not even particularly festive looking. It just makes your head look weird. This fish is noticed, though. Because he sits outside of all of it, even though he's wearing a party hat. Somehow, did somebody reach into his tank and put a party hat on him? Do they have party hats in the tank? It's a pretty starkly empty tank. Regardless, he, he's watching this party and he's realized something, something strange. Interesting. Interesting final thought for 2018 from Peter Gallagher. Let's move on. Here we are. Tuesday, January 1st, 2019. Same basic setup, except everybody's gone, except the fish. Everybody's gone, and behind them they've left, uh, you know, uh, hats, spilled drinks, um, confetti and other stuff everywhere. There's some stains on the wall. The Happy New Year banner looks a lot worse for the wear. Which, I mean, all this is interesting in some ways because aside from Heathcliff and his girlfriend, everybody at the party we just saw was old. I mean, like they were coming to visit Heathcliff's elderly uh, keepers. So you have to wonder, like, not, the, not this year, but uh, last year, as 2017 into 2018, I went to a friend's party in Washington Heights um, and he's my age, which is to say now in his 40s. And um, uh, 
we went to this party um, and uh, it was a great party, but it definitely got out of hand. And the reason it got out of hand was um, he had just started hanging out at this new theater um, because we're both theater people, comedy theater people. And um, he sort of put the word out to his theater buddies. Hey, if you want to come to my party, please come. And it didn't like turn into like, you know, cocaine and gunshots out of hand. But what ended up happening was, you know, 15 people in their early 20s came to a party hosted by people in their 40s. And it turned into an early 20s party, which I hadn't been to since I was in my early 20s. I enjoyed myself, to be clear. Um, But also, this is an atypical experience. It doesn't normally happen. And the point I'm trying to make is for Heathcliff, uh, for Heathcliff's family and the people who were at this party, none of them looked like they were about to flip out and like lampshade their heads or like drink till they puked in like the guest room or whatever. Instead, they looked like they were having a demure, fun time chatting about um, their 401ks uh, and how and, and their, their, their adult children. But at some point, shit got super real. And you can tell that by the damage done. So the only creatures left are the fish. Pretty much in the same way we saw them last time, though now they're centered in the panel. Um, They're observing the scene. They're still wearing their hats. One's mouth is open. Friend caption. And he says... Can we take the hats off now? Why'd you ever have them on? You weren't really a part of this party. Did you want to feel like you were a part of the party? It's a little tragic to be at a party where, like, whatever happens, you are outside of it. Even if it's something terrible. Even if it's, like, you go to a party and suddenly, like, there's, I don't know... Like, just the worst people having the worst conversations together. The fact that you are now the outside feels rough, you know? And these fish must feel bad, but they stuck it out, stayed at the party the whole time, in part because they're captives, and kept their hats on. Let's move on. January 2nd, Wednesday. The cartoon, Therefore. We're in the kitchen. Um, I don't think we've seen this setup before. At least I haven't. Again, the coloring choices are weird. Um, Most of the panel is yellow, including two of the three characters in it. Uh, There's a counter, kitchen counter, um, that extends from panel left into the center of the panel uh, and then describes an L in the panel um, going towards the back wall, which is sort of in the center of the panel. Um, What that means is that the panel, the the counter itself ends basically dead center in the center of the panel. And on top of that counter, is a uh, pan, uh, like a, or like a loaf pan for bread, you know? Um, in that loaf pan is Heathcliff. Cats do this. They love to be in things that are just a little too small for them. They put all their legs in them, and they tuck them under, and then they, like, sort of, like, bulge out over it. You can see it in, like, shoeboxes, for example. But sure, a loaf pan is basically shoebox-sized, and Heathcliff has got himself into it, and he just looks super relaxed. Then the background, where everything is yellow, are the elderly woman and uh, her friend 
who I've decided is trying to single white female her. Um, she's always there. She's always wearing the same thing as her, and soon she will be her. Anyway, her friend and the elderly one, they're both eating what looks like soup at the kitchen table. Looking over at Heathcliff, the elderly woman, her mouth is open. She's providing the caption to the panel, and she says, That pan is not for baking. No, it is not. It is for Heathcliff to sit in. Um, and I appreciate that. It sort of gets to, like, some of the insanity. I mean, it's not, not necessarily insanity, but, like, some of the um, degrees to which, like, pet owners just put up with their pet's bullshit, you know? Like, uh, and, and the reverse is true. Pets put up with a lot from us. But, um, uh, you know, the number of times a pet owner has said to me, oh, no, no, that's, that's goobers, <laughs> you know, about, like, something that should definitely be a human's. Um, that's, you know, it's cute. I like it. Move on. This is the panel for Thursday, December, uh, January 3rd, 2019. We're in the house. It's a setup that's near the mouse hole. Um, this time, what's unusual about the setup is that there's a big uh, time clock right next to the mouse hole. Um, it's one of those ones that you see in, like, uh, the Coyote and the Sheepdog Warner Brothers cartoons. It's got a big clock on it. Um, one slot says in, one slot says out, and there's a whistle on top of it. It's set for 8 o'clock. Um you know, in the days before uh, digital check-ins or the computery things or key fobs or whatever other ways people use uh, to uh, analyze the way in which people work and the time they work for, you know, people working hourly wages, they would use these punch clocks. This is an increasingly, extremely um, irrelevant reference. Like, there's, there are very few people who would recognize this, but probably people who still read panels in physical newspapers will. So I suppose that's important. Anyway, walking away from the clock, waving, is a mouse... Standing in front of the clock, his back is sort of to us, is Heathcliff. The mouse is waving to Heathcliff. His mouth is open. Caption of the panel is, Morning, Heathcliff! And I mentioned uh, the coyote and the, um, or the wolf. I think it's a wolf. The wolf and the sheepdog. Classic Warner Brothers cartoon series, um, It might be Coyote. I think in some cases it was literally Coyote from Roadrunner and Coyote. But um, either way, uh, it's a classic Warner Brothers setup, and it used this exact joke. They would clock in, try to kill each other, clock out, share a beer. It was their job. Um... I'm guessing that that nostalgia is what he's going for here. You know, like people remembering that sort of, that joke, that old joke and finding it charming. And it is a little charming. I'm not going to deride it, but it's also an extremely old setup using a piece of technology that virtually nobody would recognize or use today. Onward we go to Friday, January 4th, 2019. Still in front of the mouse hole. 
uh, seen from an alter- alternate angle um, in uh, the... Um, Heathcliff is standing directly in front of the mouse hole. Uh, his posture is sort of shrugging. Uh, and the reason that for that is he's got three mice that he's thrown into the air and he's waiting for them to come down into his waiting hands. The mice all look like, what the hell is going on? Um, the wall that he's standing in front of ends in a corner at uh, roughly two-thirds of the way across the panel from right to left. So taking up the left side of the panel are two people looking around the corner. One is the elderly man who uh, lives with Heathcliff. He's seen as we always see him. The other is a uh, an employee um, wearing, um, dressed as employees always are in this world or service industry people always are in this world, wearing a collared shirt with a name tag, um, uh, slacks, and a cap. And he's holding a briefcase, and the briefcase says, Pest control. So this man is here to control some pests because clearly Heathcliff will not be doing that. Um, and uh, the uh, pest control employees, his mouth is open, so he's saying the panel, and what he's saying is, his juggling has improved. So this has been going on for a while. Heathcliff juggles the mice. He doesn't kill the mice. We got to call on the pest control guy to take care of the mice. Clearly, the pest control guy has come here enough times that he's also not helping out with the mice problem. There's a there's a significant mouse problem for this suburban home that's been going on for a long time, and they've had a lot of attempts to mitigate it, and it just keeps coming back. And I don't know, guys, you're doing something at this point. You want these mice here at, at this point because you could handle this in some way, but you're not. And so uh, we finally come to the cartoon for Saturday, January 5th, 2019. This will catch us up to everything that we missed while everyone was away for the holidays. Uh, Okay. In the background of the panel is the couch. um, and the living r- space of the elderly couple Heathcliff lives with. So we can see through the window, it's snowing. Everything in the background is purple, including the elderly couple themselves who are seated on the couch reading. Um, but they are otherwise, we always see them. In the foreground of the panel is Heathcliff colored normally. He's wearing um, goggles, and he has a uh, tennis racket or uh, uh Yeah, I think it's a tennis racket um, in his hand. And there's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's about eight tennis balls uh, flying around the room. You can see that they've got different um, arcs going. So it might really be describing two or three tennis balls. Um, They're just bouncing around the room and lines are drawn from them to, to show the way that they're traveling, but also that they're traveling at high speed. Heathcliff is swinging his racket at high speed, we can see uh, based off the mo- motion lines. So he is pounding tennis balls around the living room, which um, seems like a dick move. The woman, her mouth is open. She provides a caption to the panel, and she's saying, He seems restless. And again, people go through such contortions to make their pets absurd behavior or even, you know, unacceptable behavior seem acceptable and understandable and anthropomorphized, though here Heathcliff is doing something very human, if not in a human way. He's hitting tennis balls, though most humans would not hit them indoors because indoors is where they keep the stuff they like. Regardless, that brings us into 2019 from 2018. Brings us up to date 
on everything I've covered or, or, or on everything I missed while I was away. And I've hoped you, I hope you've had a wonderful holiday season and that you're doing well. Um, 2018 sucked a lot for a lot of people and a lot of reasons, and that's okay. Here's hoping 2019 is better. I'll talk to you soon.